So I, I have a number of things around me. This is both the least prepared I've been for this show and the most prepared I've been for this show. Because uh, I didn't do anything. I mean, I watched <laughs> I watched the menu last night, but only because you did. And I was like, that sounds like a good idea. I I agree. <laughs> it, was, it was a very good idea, which we will talk a little bit more about. But uh, uh, yeah, we didn't really have to do like an ass load of research for this. No. <laughs> You've just kind of been watching movies throughout the year. Which you just generally tend to watch a lot more movies than I do, Jack. Uh, Yeah. So so I I definitely spent some time the past few days padding out my uh, 2022 viewing resume. Would you like to guess how many movies I watched last year? Oh, man. In total or just for 2022 movies? Uh, Total. I didn't separate them. Okay. Um, In total? Oh, fuck. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess north of 50. Yes, quite a bit. Okay. Quite a bit more than 50. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not even north of 50, including movies we've watched for the show. So, um, at least I don't think I am. But uh, 70. 183. Jesus fuck, Jack! <laughs> <laughs> I the, the excuse I normally give people when I'm like, oh yeah, I watched like 20 movies this month, uh, <laughs> is that I don't tend to watch a lot of TV. Oh, that's where that's where my that's where my calculation got fucked up. I I, I in my brain I'm going, he usually watches like four movies a month. No, that's like four movies a week at right, least. Right. So or no, that's like five movies a week at least. So, so yeah, no, I fucked up my units of measure. Right. Like it's I'm five movies into the year so far. I mean, I'm so Which is I'm, not bad. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So am I, but uh, that's because I rushed and watched like five 2022 movies in real quick succession the past few days. Yes. So you Probably have watched more movies in the way in, in like 2022 movies, mm-hmm. but my I didn't separate the the two. Yeah, I'm after after this morning actually I'm up to 13 uh, movies from 20 that came out in 2022. Uh, no matter what IMDb or Letterbox say about Mad God, that shit came out in 2022. You fucks. I mean, there there are some movies that technically came out like years and years before us human people could watch them as normal folk. Jack, um, do you have access to alien cinema? <laughs> I've seen some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's I've recently been going on a well, you can't watch that legally uh <laughs> binge where excellent. Uh I won't I won't name the market because I'm I'm not a, a dirty snitch, but That's right. They Take put that out FBI agent who's listening to us at all times. Yeah, you poor poor son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, there's this this site that does like it sells like bootleg DVDs. Sure, like, sure for a while, sure. Uh, Dogma was one that they put out because because you can't get a copy, you can't get it anywhere without paying a fucking arm and a leg for it right yeah. now because the fucking Weinstein still have the rights to it. Well, like for whatever reason, I checked last night and a DVD copy's down to what a DVD copy should be. Oh, which is like ten bucks. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. So I, I oh, think I'm, I might well, I can grab finally, a copy. I can finally maybe get a widescreen copy then. Yeah. But I watched what I watched last night. I watched a movie called Neo Tokyo, which I've is heard of that. Um, it's it's an anthology film of three anime shorts. 
So there's also there's also a web comic I'm, called Neo Tokyo, isn't there? Oh God, yeah, I used to. Read oh, so, no, that. that's Mega Tokyo. No, never mind. Right. Never mind. Mega Tokyo. That brings me back. I know, right? Um, I I feel very old today. <laughs> In general, I feel very old today, and I just made it worse. Uh, yeah, you you made it way worse. <laughs> um, God, I, I like had heartburn from water. From water? Yeah. Oh my God, my, man, that's so the worst. This for, a little peak peak for the audience this is this is the end of my first week at my new ish your, job your new position at your job yeah. yeah so learning a whole lot of new things a lot of new personalities specifically sure in in the long run i think this will be better for me but right now i'm a little drained fair <laughs> uh specifically because i'm i'm not used i've never used this sleep schedule uh where i'm waking up at like five <laughs> it's not it, given left to my own devices, I will wake up at like eleven and go to sleep around three. Yeah, same. Um, so with that in mind, <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. I, you know, all the truth is show first. We'll get. To, we'll, okay. Okay. Sure. 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 Hey, welcome to Drazzle, <laughs> the podcast that takes award-winning worst films and fixes them. I'm host Jack Colbertson here to suffer alongside me as always. Is also host Joe Nealis. Good evening. It- Evening, afternoon, have a wonderful time, everyone. <laughs> Wherever you are in this universe or another. I'm being inclusive of time here. You might not, you're not listening right as we're recording this. Are you? I guess if they're on Twitch, they could be. That's actually fair. Which I, I think is the, the, the core theme of this episode is what is time? It doesn't matter. <laughs> because you were like, hey, let's have a relaxed fit episode where... We talk about, you know, we do like top 10 for the year. Yeah. Why and not? I took that and said, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how about we just do a top 10 of whatever the fuck, whenever the fuck. Oh, that's news to me. It is news to you. You're <laughs> learning just now. What the hell? Um, which is why, and I knew this was coming. I- <laughs> um, I'm giving you this sticker sheet with cats on oh, it. Oh, okay. You can, you can have one. I have one? You can have oh, one. Okay. But you can I'm have any look one. look over it very carefully one. then. And they're, they're pretty cute. I found them at a, a secret manga store oh, they're very in good. Bellevue. In Bellevue? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. Hmm. Goro Goro Nansuke. Okay. What, which one do I want? There are. They are pretty cute. There's one on my laptop that's a little, very tiny little cat giving the finger. <laughs> uh, so... As well as talking about movies, I also wanted to talk about what I refer to as not so much a journal as a log, like okay. a log book. Sure. Where I write down a little like, this is what happened today, um, as well as my creative histogram, which is where I track all of my artsy things. Right. You've done that. For, that's you've done that for quite a while. Yeah, that's, like you, that's you, been you, a couple you, years. Yeah. You take you were every every new year you post like the entire list of every single creative oh, endeavor yeah. you've you've done. I have to do that. I forgot to do that this year. It's, I mean, it's still January. It's fine. As well as talking about Jack 5.0, because if I've learned anything, people gravitate towards the episodes where I talk about trauma. You <laughs> <laughs> sick fucks. Uh, so we're gonna do that. Because I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll pick my out. cat sticker later. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot it's of good really ones. Hard to, to, it's like the the Gudetama of cats. <laughs> um, that poor sad egg. That poor sad lazy egg. Who <laughs> knew an uncooked egg would be so relatable? Not honestly. So that that is what I mean by I've done the most 
research and the least research. That does explain that. I just assumed I assumed that you meant that you just naturally watch a shit ton of movies, so you were just well, that, preternaturally that prepared yeah. for this. So yeah, no, so that that does elucidate a little bit more what you meant by that. Uh, so how do you want to jump in here then? Well, I think we should ease ourselves in. Okay. With some movies, because this is a movie podcast. Sure. <laughs> this really is just like the list episode. I'm like, I also keep a list of movies that I want to watch each year. Well, yeah. Who, and we were we had talked about talking about what movies we're gonna, that we're excited about for 2023. Yes. There's, there's a number of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And m- the way my list works is like I'll – as I'm seeing like a trailer or movies announced, I'm like, oh, I want to check that out. I'll put it on like a little notepad on my phone. Yeah. And then – That's a good idea. I got to start doing that. It's It's helpful. Yeah, uh, especially when I'm like, what movie do I want to watch tonight? Oh, is there any that are out right now that are on this list? There you go. Uh, and then I will like roll over any that I'm like, I didn't have a chance to watch this, but I still like um, last night in Soho was. Oh, I still need to on see the list. that. Yeah, Fuck. exactly. I'm like, I haven't. I didn't I even think about that. It. <laughs> Fuck. I, was, I feel I feel like a bad Edgar Wright fan. Shit. Was that 20? That was 2022, I think. Okay. I, I feel weird rolling a movie over like for several years. Like, whatever the most recent James Bond movie rolled over a couple times, and I was like, you know what, you're probably not going to watch this. Oh, no, it was 2021. Okay, yeah, so that that one's rolled over a couple times, but I I do intend to watch that one. So, real quick, real quick, just going to rattle off the movies I wanted to see that I did see. All right, we got Scream. We got the Ghostbusters after again. Still haven't seen that. The Batman. Yes. St. Maud, which might have been a rollover, I can't remember. Uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Hell yeah. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. X. So to see that. Thunder, Love and s- Some Thunder. Thor, I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still haven't gotten to that one either. Uh, Marcel the Shell. I still I, I, I want to see that. Nope. Nope was great. Though for a second I for a second I thought you were telling me nope, I don't want to see Marcel the Shell, but no, no. it's it's delightful. Yeah, but oh good. I think uh, Dune no. was a year or two ago. What was that? I think Dune. That might have been a year or two ago. Dune was 2021. Okay. That was a rollover. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I still need to see that. Pearl, Knives Out, Glass Onion. Yes. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, I got to see that still. Is another one I can't remember if it was this year? That was this year. That was definitely this year. And then last night, I watched The Menu. Yes. Which I I watched that earlier that day. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my list. Yeah, my list for 2022 is much shorter, uh, I believe. So uh, obviously, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, probably my favorite movie of the year: The Batman, Turning Red, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which, eh, Where the Crawdads Sing, which, eh, I don't know if I know that one. Uh, well, we can talk about okay. it later. Um, Glass Onion, which I fucking loved, Bullet Train. Pray, uh, Mad God, and the menu. Nice. You you want to talk about oh, which one sorry. is disappointing? Sorry, or? I forgot. The, sorry, I forgot the two that I watched in the last twenty four hours. Oh yeah, uh, Weird, the Ali Yankovic story, and Clerks Three, which are two that I want to watch and just haven't had. Yes. Isn't uh, the Weird Al story on like some weird streaming it's service? The Roku channel, which we have a Roku TV at home, okay. so that made that super easy right. for me. <laughs> Whenever that, whenever I figure out how to stream that, I'll watch it. You can come over and watch it. It's fine. Yeah. Clerks three. It's like, well, when do I want to cry? Yeah, basically. Um, 
Good gosh. Uh, do you want to, which of those were a disappointment to you? Uh, so there were three of them on that list that were that I consider a disappointment. Um, the lesser disappointment I felt was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, I yeah. did, I liked it. I had fun with it. I th- it's it's. I think the best way I've seen it referred to is that it is it is extremely Sam Raimi for better and worse. Yes, and I think that's really accurate. I think I think that he clearly showed like a love of the source material mm-hmm. and uh, a desire to make something fun and also like scary, but he also. He he made a Reeve Richards that like just like comic book explained his 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 uh his plan to Wanda yeah. and then caused everything to fall apart. Like he's Which like a dumbass. Not like Reed. <laughs> sure, but it's also real dumb. And he's not supposed to be dumb. But I mean among among other issues, like there there's it didn't hit quite the way that I wanted it to, but there Same. was but there was a lot of good in there, I think. Uh, and I'm interested to see where those character stories go from there, even though that post credit sequence felt really weird. Yeah, it was really shoehorned in there. Yeah, it was extremely shoehorned and also like, oh, he got used to that fucking third eye real quick, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah, so that that one I found disappointing a little bit. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers I really was disappointed with, which is a fucking shame because it feels like yeah. a movie that is like made for me to like. It is a non-traditional storytelling. Yeah. It has the whole Roger Rabbit. It's very Roger Rabbit in yeah. uh, live action world. It, it does some fun things with unexpected IP. I, I wasn't expecting yes. Ugly Sonic to pop up. <sighs> <The fuck? laughs> I I wasn't looking forward to this movie. I kind of had my doubts. I I was excited about it when it was announced, but then like I don't know, like it, the performances felt off. It didn't feel like yeah. there was chemistry in the voice performances between Andy Samberg and. Um, John Mulaney, yeah. which is weird because like I've seen them have chemistry and things before. I think, huh. I think, I, for me, and it, it's kind of like the Mario movie. I didn't want to hear different voices for those characters. Like I'm so well, and by yeah. different voices, I mean <laughs> loud, squeaky <laughs> rodent sounds. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Because I, I grew up not even with, like, the Rescue Rangers, but, like, with the original chipmunks running yeah. around being do- a couple of goons. Um, <laughs> so I, I understand why they changed the voices. I also understand why they changed the voice for Mario, but I don't like it. Um, I also don't yeah. like to think about a sentient fly having relations with a mouse. Yeah. That was pretty gross. I forgot about some that. Some weird Cronenberg uh, body horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially because I've seen some like kind of foxy cosplay with is it, what gadget gidget whatever the fuck her name is, I the lady mouse I don't know I forget some weird places <laughs> we're going here that I didn't didn't want to go today I, I can't say that I've looked for sexy mouse cosplay <laughs> I'll send you some later <laughs> <laughs> she's a very competent character female character in a in a monkey suit fair. That's anyway. I didn't like the movie. I saw it while I was in like the throes of COVID, and it... oh god! I mean that that immediately makes it worse. But no, I was I was well when I saw it. I just like it just it didn't click with me. And like I I, I and I feel bad because like I I had put out on Twitter for our uh, for our audience to chime in with 
uh, movies that they liked for the year. And the only response that I got back was somebody saying how surprised they were, how much they liked yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like neither of us liked that. <laughs> there, there are a and, number of movies we're in the minority on. Oh yeah. No, I, I fully recognize like we are, we are the minority opinion on that particular movie, yeah. but like, for, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. It just really, it felt meh. This is even, if I separate my critique of the film, the way that they did Peter Pan dirty is uncomfortable. Oh, God. If you know the history of the original voice actor of Peter Pan. I think you'd mentioned this yeah. before. Yeah. What, what What's the story there again? God, I'll have to do some like deeper research, but essentially Disney just ruined a child star. And uh, he ended up like penniless and I think a drug addict. That sucks. Yeah, that's like, that's you guys horrible. Probably should have picked a different actor to or character to uh to 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 do like that. Yeah, that that's that hurts. I don't like that. Yeah. So aside from that, which I again wasn't really looking forward to, I was looking forward to Thor: Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. I've heard nothing but disappointment surrounding this yeah. movie. I haven't watched it yet, but well. Like Taika Waititi, like the last four movies he's done, I've really enjoyed. Seriously, yeah, I, I love his work. And then this was like, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't like a lot of people are blaming him for the way it turned out, saying that he was just he, it was just too much Taika Waititi. Which I guess, I mean, it's not like he didn't have. We have control over other stuff that he's done in a Sure, story. sure. I think the the biggest critique that I think I've seen is that uh, he, he leans too hard into jokes at the expense of character. That is very true. Okay. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. And it has some cool parts in it, mm-hmm. but overall the story's kind of meh. That's a shame. And especially that being like Natalie Portman's return to the role and everything. Yeah. Like that was a big deal. People were really fucking excited. But yeah, they can't all be winners, I guess. And it, it might be a movie that I I rewatch later without the anticipation hype, sure, and enjoy more. I don't maybe think so, but I mean I mean uh, uh, overhype is a real thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That... Well, like there are movies I was like the uh, let me see like Scream the Scream mm-hmm. movie I did enjoy it. Yeah. But my hype was super 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 high. high. Yeah. And even even Glass Onion, I went in with like really 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 high expectations, and it I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It it's not a five out of five for me. It's like a four point five out of five, which is still really high. That's still really high. Yeah. See, like, like like I ranked I ranked um, uh, if you look at my letterbox, uh, <laughs> uh, I ranked weird. Al Yankovic story is a mm-hmm. four and a half out of five, and it's just like yeah, it was fun. It was a really good movie. I laughed a whole lot. It's just like yeah, sometimes you know, the cinematography felt kind of static. You know, whatever. It's like, yeah. you, know, like, you know, sometimes good movies aren't, you know, don't land the way you want. I will say that Glass Onion for me was a hard five out of five. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I think the I, lack I, of a half of a star for me is. I, I probably contributed to the overhype on that one for well, you a little bit. It's a little bit that, but it's also the first one had all the things that I like. Um, You know, dingy old manner. Oh, sure. Uh old uh, curmudgeon author of mist like it had all the kind of cliches that i enjoyed the most sure next year this year this year is now here we are 
in time and space. What movies are you looking forward well, to? Hold on, I have one more disappointment oh, sure. from last year I want to cover real quick, and that's Where the Crawdads Sing. What is? Um, I can't remember that movie. So it's it's an adaptation of a book by this of the same title, uh, where it follows a, the story of a a young a young woman who lives in like a like a marshy swampland off on her own, and she's being accused of murdering uh, her ex. And the, the movie kind of skips back and forth in time from like her between like her arrest and the trial to her upbringing and like what happened to lead up through like her relationship with this guy who also lived in the swamp area or like visited the swamp area frequently, who then went off to college and then her meeting this jackass who ultimately ends up being the guy who dies. Huh. And like you're, who's you're, in it? Um, oh God, I can't, I can't remember any of the actors off the top of my head. Um, they weren't people I was readily familiar with. Like there wasn't a single moment where I was like, Hey, I know that guy. Uh, and I'm usually pretty good about actor names and character parallels and stuff like that. What's it called again? Where the Crawdads, where the Crawdads sing. I was trying to make up an assy title, but it was the title. (laughs) Yep. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, God damn it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little paint by numbers. It's a little predictable. It's tr- it's trying to like keep you guessing as to whether or not she committed the crime. Sure. Uh, which in the end you find out that she did, and like the reveal that she did is like kind of satisfactory, but only in the sense that like if it had been any other ending, uh, it, it would have been garbage. Sure. Uh, but like the entire courtroom sequence is like so poorly conceived. There's like no tension through any of that. Like they do a really really bad job of like trying to make her seem guilty through a lot of that like they they almost make it they they make it too easy to theorize that it's her went off to college first boyfriend that mm-hmm. killed the guy and it's like obviously a misdirect like no she killed this guy it's fine whatever but <laughs> okay it's just it's, it's, numbers it's very it's paint by numbers and lacking any tension in a lot of key moments where it needed tension is it a who made it do you know as, no, as far I as like don't know the director or the writer offhand was it a Netflix original something? I something? don't think it was a Netflix. Mm-hmm. I think this was a theatrical release. Um, I almost had us move on before we talked about the movies we like the most this year, which is a silly thing to do. Yeah, I was going to say, we also want to do that. I'm working with like 18% brain cell. That's, that, that's, that's fair. I mean, there's a reason this is a relaxed fit. Okay, so director was Olivia Newman. Mm-hmm. Uh, writers, a screenplay by Lucy... Lucy Alabar and based upon the novel by Delia Owens. Okay. So yeah, I'm not familiar with any of those names. No, so. I didn't recognize any of the actors. No. Uh, yeah, it, it's like, it's, it's got, it's got some moments, but it's also like, if it weren't for the very end of the movie, it would have felt like a, a complete waste of time. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, before we go into the movies that we like the most, um, there's a TikTok movie person called oh. Jay Stubbs. J Stubbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. She's cool. You'd like her. She does a lot, a lot of like general reviews, but also critiques and um, cultural analysis of films. Nice. Yeah. Um, I would dig that. And men hate her, uh, which is great. <laughs> I would, I would yeah, love yeah. her that. That's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's a big old uh, Daredevil nerd. She's got like a Hell yeah. original piece of art behind her. This is a TikTok account made for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like all the other similar movie reviewers have all found each other because that's all TikTok do. Oh, of course. And now they're all real friends. <laughs> it's <laughs> amazing. It's, it's adorable. That's very cute. But she points out that this year will likely be remembered as an incredible year for movies. What, 2022? Yeah. I agree. I, I think it's a yeah. very good year for movies. She points out that Babylon 
which is a movie I want to I, I consider that, for next that year, came personally. Out, but... That came out late last yeah. year. So, yeah, I, I want to see that as mm-hmm. well. But it it didn't do well critically. No. And no, I've, I have noticed that. She's like, the only reason this movie is bombing is because the movie, the, this year was so good for movies. I'm like, you know what? That's probably true. And it's it's kind of, it's a Wild Wild West situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A reverse Wild Wild West. A reverse Wild Wild West. <laughs> um. But it, it's kind of hard to narrow it down to even if I was just to say like five movies that I really like. You have The Batman, which did exceed my expectations. It I, genuinely did. Yeah. Um, X was another one that I exceeded still, my. I still need to see X. I I am I I, I got to get on that. Uh, it's Ty West, kind of seventies uh, horror homage film. Sure, and, and he Mia hammered Goff. out that prequel real fast. Yes, Pearl. Yeah. Um, which I did enjoy. I didn't enjoy it as much as X. Okay. I've seen most people kind of lean that way, but I've also seen people say they enjoyed Pearl more. I have seen that take. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just a different kind of horror film. Sure. But it's still Mia Goth being incredible. <laughs> I, I, I'm i not really familiar with her work offhand, but like mm-hmm. her, she's popping up in more and more stuff. Yeah. Like she's in that she's in that um son and son of Cronenberg movie that's yeah. coming out with Alexander <laughs> yes. Skarsgård. Yes. Is it Brian Cronenberg? It's a white man name. I forget. I, I just. Yeah, I forget. Looks interesting. I really enjoyed Possessor. That oh, that was him. Yeah. 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 I, I haven't seen that, but I've heard, um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's hard to watch. Oh, it's a Cronenberg. So, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. A, body it, it horror the is the family of, business. Yeah. <laughs> I still, still need to see his first film, which I th- it has. I think the pale, the pale gentleman from the Star Wars prequels, the pale, the pale imperial. That is a difficult thing to say. The pale imperial from the Star Wars prequels. Yes. Yeah, that's a, a tongue twister, huh? He's a red-haired fellow, but <laughs> it is entirely unimportant. Uh, except for probably to that gentleman that I am in. I'm drawing a complete yeah. blank on this person. Uh, I feel terrible. We'll add it in post. I'm not going to add it in post. I know you're not adding in post. <laughs> I just want to leave a long pause <laughs> there with dead air. Is that him? Am I think did I find the right fella? I don't even. Th- I think I was entirely wrong. It is. It's Brandon Cronenberg. Brandon Cronenberg. Okay, you're close. Okay, yeah. Um, my mistake, Brandon. The the pale uh, gentleman is Caleb. Landry Jones, which is not in, he's not in Star Wars. Dude, what the fuck, Jack? <laughs> I thought, well, here, here's the poster. Look at his face. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Based on the You're thinking, I think you're thinking from Star Wars uh-huh. sequels, you're thinking Dominic right. Gleason. I am. Who played Hawks. Yes. That's not him at all. Who I know about because of the movie Frank, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that one where Michael Fassbender plays a musician who, like, won't take off right. his mask the entire time. And when he finally does, he has, like, a gross, like, thing ring around his head. So, I yeah, no Dom Gleason is, like, the person who tries to be his friend and, make and, like, make music with him. Nice. Yeah. It's entirely wrong. Um, <laughs> so, yes. The Cronenbergs. How do we end yeah. up here? Fuck. Mia Goth. Oh, Mia Goth. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's slowly, well, maybe not even slowly, she's. She's done a number of horror films or horror adjacent films. Sure. Um, I know her mostly for being like a a model. Sure. But she, I think she's finally found her like niche. Okay. But she was really good as Pearl in Pearl. Yeah. And also Pearl in, in X. X. Yeah. But also the, fuck, what's her name? Maxine. She's also. Oh yeah. She plays two yeah. characters in that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm looking forward to the end of that trilogy, Maxine. Yes. Spelled with X's. Three X's. X's. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Uh, I, I very much enjoyed Dune, but that didn't come out last year. Uh, yeah. No. Dune's fucking fantastic. And I'm very, I mean, I'm very looking forward to part two this year. So that's. Um, that, is that this year? It's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. Nice. November of this year, I think. Hey, let's talk about the menu. Let's talk about the menu. Oh, oh my god! Man. Yeah, I'm so glad I got to watch that. Last oh night. my god! Yeah, like that had been like lingering in my periphery for so long because I like Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, and it's nice to see Ray Fiennes acting with a nose again. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, he does good work with that nose. <laughs> yeah, it's, the nose plays. Uh, it's just. And Nick Holt. And Nick Holt, uh, who I'm looking forward to seeing as Renfield. Oh, uh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, he was such a piece of shit in this movie. Holy but, shit. But, like, a hilarious piece of shit. Like, I, I like, identified with him for, like, half a second, because when, mm-hmm. the, when they're on the boat going to the island and they take a, they, they, they eat whatever the fuck those, like, lemon drop things were on the oyster shell. Disgusting, yeah. Yeah, it looked, it looked kind of gross, but, like, he, he, like, he, he, he eats it and he's, like, laughing that it's so good. It's like, I do that. That is a thing that I, I'm I'm a very expressive eater whenever I really like something. Um, so at that moment, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can kind of, like, I, I immediately related to Anya Taylor-Joy's character because she's clearly the out-of-place working-class person. Right. They could smell the poor on her, I'm sure. I'm Yeah, just her wardrobe. I was like, oh, oh yeah. you. The leather jacket and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but, like, in that moment, I was like, okay, maybe he's not so bad. Then I was very wrong. He was a giant piece of shit the whole time. But the way he plays a giant piece of shit oh is God. so interesting. He really, he leans in so hard. And, like, in the moments where, like, everyone's losing their shit about how weird everything is, he's just like, this is delicious. <laughs> Like, like you really need to try this. It's like, you it, just got into an argument about the fact that, like, she's trying to send the food back. You called her, her a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's his positivity that's fascinating. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's so positive and happy about the food experience. Yeah. Whereas everyone else in the room is freaking the fuck out. Yeah. I guess. I guess well, we've already spoiled something for one movie. So I guess should we just put out a blanket spoiler warning at this point for anything that we're going to be talking about? I'll. I would say up to a point for this one because it's still up pretty new. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, it only hit streaming like within, like a week or two ago. Yeah. So, um, as at least as as of this recording. So bad stuff happens. If you did, I mean, you kind of get that vibe from the trailer that things oh, are going to yeah. go off the rails. Yeah. Like, like, I think yeah. The the very few previews I had seen for it is like I, I, like you knew something was going to yeah. go wrong. I I couldn't put my finger. I I don't think I had, like really digested the trailers like I or had been long enough that I watched them that I didn't have them fresh in my mind because like as stuff's go, starting to become more and more unnerving I'm like yeah. something's gonna go something's gonna break bad here anytime and it's like I and can't they let it build for a they minute. really let it build like, it's like it's like at first, it's just like the weirdness of the meals themselves, yeah. but then whenever the server leans down to the one tech bro, it's just like you'll eat more, you'll eat less than you than you desire and more than you deserve. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? She was so good. I don't know what else she's been. She, in, was, she was great. Incredible. Holy hell! Just like the the overall like hospitality vibe that she's putting yeah. on the entire time, and the menace that she puts oh forth. Yeah, like, she's so unnerving. When she, oh my god! Whenever they when whenever um she confronts the guy who's trying to leave, and mm-hmm. he, and he's and he's like, "Honey, I'll handle this." And he, and he she says, "Which hand will you handle this with, <laughs> left or right? <laughs> Do we need to choose for you?" <laughs> In just, any other horror oh movie, god. you would have just Ray Fiennes as like the villain, the big mm-hmm. bad, but because you have her as this intimidating force, it allows him to 
be this more introspective menace. <laughs> well, it's it's not even just her. I mean, it's largely her, but mm. it's the entire like kitchen yeah. staff. Like it's almost cult like. Y- yes. Yeah, and they foreshadow that vibe pretty early in the film. So I, I, when they're like showing like the like the crew quarters, how they all live there and everything the is compound. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is all very sparse and yeah. uh, utilitarian and a little creepy. Yeah. Oh, you there's a cabin over there that no one's allowed to go into. Yeah. Hmm. This is one of the better films I've watched in a while. Yes. In general, but yeah. also. For building tension. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It does such a good job of it. I felt a little bit bad because uh, Becca was upstairs, like, having a work meeting. And uh-huh. I'm watching this movie shouting, what the fuck? <laughs> At various points. Well, they they take their sweet fucking time mm-hmm. building tension. But it never feels like it's dragging. No. Like, it's paced so meticulously. There's, there's a couple points right before it did break mm-hmm. where I'm like, just break, please. Please break. <laughs> like, God, there's a song I was listening to that Pirate Scott recommended. Okay. And, God, I'll have to look it up. But the, the song builds tension. Like, it's, it's a very tense song. But it never breaks. <laughs> and I'm like, no. What? I need it to oh, break. I need it to break. So then. Drop um, that dirty beat, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, luckily, like, because of it being, like, a, ra- a bunch of random songs I've liked. Um, there's like a super gay disco song right after it. Sure. That, that saves me. Um, <laughs> God. Oh, it's called, uh, Teeth Agape by, and I'm going to fuck up her name. It's a great name. Yeah. It's, uh, Tanya Tagake. No idea. I think she's, um, uh, indigenous. Okay. But the, the entire like three minutes is like tension, 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 tension. I'm like, Right, uh, <laughs> and it never does. Uh, and then I, I, it followed up with "Crucified" by Army of Lovers, which is a very, very flamboyant religious disco song. Sure, it's, it's a lot. I love it. Fascinating. Um, it looks like a bunch of Dracula sang it. Uh, but that th- <laughs> this movie I thought was going to be that where it builds tension and, and like keeps building and building and building. I'm like, please, please. Please break. Please break and, and, and how? And it does. It, it does. It very much does. It very much does. <laughs> um, and I love that they <clears throat> they build this character that almost feels like he's just like a featured extra. Yeah. And then he becomes really important. <laughs> <laughs> Which I won't say how, but. Sure. <laughs> um, he, he keeps appearing in the background. He has like a small interaction with um, Nick Holt's character early on. Because Nick Holt goes up to, like, watch him prepare the food. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you, I got you. Uh, oh, cause, yeah, because he, he has where he, he asks about the thing that he uses to make, like, the, the milk snow. Yes, and, he, and he's yeah. like, no, I have one of those, actually. He's oh, like, oh, you're, you fucking, like, <laughs> you rich-ass food nerd. Okay, so this this might be a little more spoily than I want, but I have mm-hmm. a question. Because there's one, there's, I've seen people online, like, I don't understand it. Like, the movie's very understandable. It's very understandable. Um, it's pretty clear. Have yeah. you ever been poor? Oh, you haven't? Then maybe you don't. Oh, that's it. probably why. But yeah. if that's... if you ever <laughs> if you ever been like, God, I have nothing to eat but this can of mayonnaise. Why do you have a can of mayonnaise? Why do you have I a don't can know. Where did you get canned mayonnaise from? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I don't trust that as far as I can throw well, it. Like a can of mayonnaise and a couple of dry noodles. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, then God. you're probably not going to understand this movie. But um, <laughs> oh, God, but 
the choice everyone that's in this little restaurant yeah is either like is very specifically picked or not which is Anna Taylor yeah so, she's 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 kind of the outlier yeah which is how you get attention yeah. um except for except, sorry I just remembered the one reason they picked John Leguizamo's character is <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Like um, I, on the one hand I was like, that's really shitty. Yeah. But also <laughs> hilarious. So this is, I guess, technically would be like a horror, a horror thriller. But yes. it's hilarious. It's also hilarious. It's it is very much a dark comedy. Yes. Like it is Oh god. But why <laughs> this is me asking because I I don't know and I want to know. Sure. Why do you think Nick Holt is there? Because he explains it. It just went over my head. So so it's the idea that he he says to him you ruin the mystery of our art. Yes. So it it's he's the kind of person who intellectualizes the practice of high cuisine but does not deign to practice it. Like he sees okay. himself as above the actual work of crafting that food and that art. So hence Hence, when you get the plate of Tyler's bullshit. <laughs> God, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> I died. I was laughing so hard. Um, so they they do this thing where anytime a meal is presented, you see the text on the screen. Yeah, like they, they do it like a food show presentation yeah. almost, where you see like the name of the dish and then like a breakdown of the ingredients <laughs> included. And it's like undercooked pork chop, yeah. uh, way too much butter, a lack of any cohesion. <laughs> <laughs> just reads this man for filth and <laughs> eviscerates oh, him publicly. Oh. I hope that people catch on to this movie because there's so much mm-hmm. to to read about, oh, read into. God. It is such a deep – it is so steeped in class consciousness yeah. and – There's also oh, uh, a dish. I forget what dish it is or what course it is. It's the men's men's folly or something like the that. The men's folly. Oh yeah. god, yeah, that's a good one. Uh where the women That was like oh, that was like course five or six, I think. I forget. Yeah. But <laughs> um and I won't spoil it, but it gives the the femme characters a chance to all talk amongst themselves. Yes. <laughs> while the men are fucked off doing some bullshit. I uh, will point out that scene fails the Bechtel test, <laughs> but it's narratively built in. <laughs> like there yes. it was just gonna happen. Yeah. Uh just the way that they try to comfort each other, but also <laughs> can't. And they, they reach the point where it's like, fuck it, more wine. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so watch the menu. Watch the menu. It's please. on HBO Max right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, that immediately jumped into my top five for the year, I think. Yeah. Well, not only that, but there's a bunch of other movies that just came out on HBO Max, like the uh, the Banshees of Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? Fourteen. I forgot to put that on my list. Oh, you, yeah, you I, I, I did. I, I did watch the Banshees of Inisherin. How, how is it? Because I have not had a chance. Sad. It's very okay. sad. That's what I thought. But it's but it's really good. Okay. Like it is. It is. It's a haunt. It's a very haunting Irish kind of sad. Right. Right. <laughs> Why am I forgetting his name? Patrick Mc. Uh, the director. Uh, he also did oh, um, uh, in Bruges. Is Michael McDonough, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah, what, that's what it is. Um, I I was aware of his existence before he got in the film because he he's a 
prolific playwright. Oh, actually, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, we did one of his plays at IUP. Um, nice. I forget what it was called, but it was a very <laughs> sad Irish mo- uh, play. Um, the kind of thing that you could imagine uh, Colin uh, uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson being in. <laughs> it, it was very, like, female-driven, but... Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. It, they would be actors that would fit in that universe. It was... I won't, I, I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. anything that, ha- that, that happens, but like, if, you've wa- if you've watched the trailers, you know that it's about two friends who are having a falling out because one of them has decided he doesn't like the other and tells him, look, if you don't leave me alone, I am going to start cutting off my own fingers yeah. and leaving them at your door. And, and and then Martin McDonough is not afraid to do things like, well, like to go. I, there. I need to look up this director's Can name because we McDonough, you said Martin that time, and I'm not. God damn it! And I want to make sure we're I want to make sure we're crediting this properly. But he did in Bruges. He did three billboards in Epping, Missouri. Martin McDonough, you were right. Um, so I said Michael, and I was wrong. So well, he also did uh, is it Seven Psychopaths? I forgot the number uh, of in Bruges. Yeah, in Bruges, seven psychopaths, three billboard, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yes, uh, and then now, now this. I've not seen three billboards. I know that one best picture, but I hear a lot of people talking about it today with a lot of ire. Like a lot of people hate that movie, and I'm not sure why. They I haven't were seen also it. talking about it with ire at the time, so I'm surprised that it did well. Uh, I mean, it got Frances McDormand an Oscar. That's right. Well, she's incredible in it. She's amazing. Um, and I do like the movie, but it has some some harsh subject matter that it's... I know, I, I know it's about sexual assault in particular, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that it has a very honest portrayal of some characters that people are like, well, that character should have had their comeuppance or whatever. Mm. And I think they're, they don't like the way it ends, which I'm like, it didn't end with a big revenge mm. arc. Well, not everything does, right? But yeah, I'll have to check it out. I haven't, I haven't, I still haven't seen it for myself, and it's also like over five years old at right. this point. I think. Well, I think the reason people didn't like it is it very much feels like a play he would write. So does I mean? So I imagine so does Banshees of Inisherin. That would be my guess. Uh, which I mean, I would highly recommend watching Banshees. It's it, it's very good, and it is. I mean, like it's getting it's, it's gotten some award buzz as a mm-hmm. comedy, which, huh? Um. There's definitely some comedy to it, but it's right. fucking dark. It's very sad. Yes, that that's kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. Like In Bruges and Seven Psychopaths both feel like movies that mm-hmm. are written by a playwright. Yeah, I think Missouri feels like a play that was that turned into, turned a, into movie. a movie. Yeah, which it's not. It's not. No, I don't mm, think so. Interesting. Sure it's not. Okay, maybe it was a book at some point. It was maybe. maybe an adaptation of a book? I swear I remember that title from something else. But... I could be wrong. I think it was an original. Okay. Um, I want them to turn his movie or his play Pillow Man into. I think I've heard you mention this before. I'm yeah. not sure though. I want to say they staged it in Pittsburgh. Okay. I want to say that Jeff Goldblum was in it. Neat. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like his version of a serial killer movie. Okay. Or play. Very cool. Um, Banshees. I definitely ba- want to see this one. Yeah, Banshees of Inisherin is definitely worth watching. Everybody puts on a really good performance in that. Uh, Barry Keoghan, in particular, I think, kind of oh, steals yeah, his scenes. That, yeah. He is, he's so fun. <laughs> he is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he is probably the center of a lot of the comedy, honestly. Uh, though he's also a center of a lot of the heartbreak, too. So, mm. yeah, worth definitely worth checking out. I will spoil one thing. Okay. Uh, for those of you that frequent DoesTheDogDie.com, uh. there's a very good dog in this movie. It survives. Okay. It's fine. Okay. In in fact, there was literally a point where Colin Farrell says, why would I hurt your dog? (laughs) 
<laughs> Dolph never did nothing to me. <laughs> Just... Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forget what movie I, I like sat down to watch and was really excited to watch it. And then somebody was like, if you like cats, maybe don't. <laughs> oh, man. I remember hearing that about something recently, but I can't, yeah, I remember, can't remember what, what it was. was. Um, I think it was a horror film. So I was like, you know what? Nah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of animals in movies that turn out fine, um, have you? Did you see Prey? I forget. I did not. Not so yet. Prey was one of the movies I saw for this year that I really enjoyed. I wouldn't say it's top five for mm-hmm. me, but like this was probably the most fun I've had with a Predator movie in a very in a very very long time. And the uh, the lead character has a a, a dog companion that mm-hmm. follows her around. And the dog turns out fine. Dog dog survives a, a Predator encounter. <laughs> I feel like. As that should be a part of all of our content warnings for movies now. Does, does, does the dog die? Yeah. Yeah, honestly. But like also saying, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. No dogs were hurt. No dogs were harmed in the making of this film, uh, fictionally or in real life. Um, um, that bear didn't fucking make it though. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not a super attached to the bears. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's take a break. Yeah. And when we come back, we'll talk about upcoming movies. I think we still have some movies that we like from this year that we can talk we about did. as well. We did, but we're 45 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we, we can touch on it a little bit. Okay. But yeah. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> but come back. But fuck off. <laughs> I'm the Geeky Dad. And we're the Multiverse Kids. And sometimes we review movies. Shows. But all the time, we have fun. Join us every week and um, listen to our show. And sometimes we might even have a special guest. So join us at the Geeky Dad Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Before we jump into uh, what we're looking forward to for this year, there were a couple of thoughts I just wanted to get out of my head real quick regarding movies from 2022. I mean, obviously, I think I mentioned everything everywhere all at once is uh, was hands down yeah. my favorite movie of the year. Uh, would you w- would you also say that for yours or of the movies I've watched? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, there's just like there's a ton of award buzz around it right now, and I'm really fucking happy about it. Yeah, I just w- I want every supporting actor Oscar or, or award to go to Ki Hui Kwan so badly. <laughs> it's 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 like I really really like that, but I also it's like the Batman. Nope. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Nope, nope was so fucking good. Like nope was so fucking good. I I was so happy with nope. Like it is like Jordan Peele just continues to knock it out of the fucking park. Like I want m- most of the awards to go to everywhere. Yeah, but most, I want a lot of recognition well, uh, to go couple, to nope as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Batman was fucking great as well. I can't wait to see what they do with with uh, with that moving forward. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll hear some more about that soon when James Gunn reveals like the DC slate I or think whatever. I heard that the Penguin starts shooting in February. Oh, right, yeah, there was a spinoff series for yeah. Penguin. I almost forgot about that. Uh, I also wanted to touch real quick on um, on Bullet Train and Mad God. Oh yeah, because uh, Bullet Train's so goddamn fun. Like, I did not know what to expect going into that, <laughs> and it's like it's almost like this weird mix of like smoke and aces and knives out and like yeah. and like a couple of different things going on. It's like there's almost too much happening, but like it all balances out in the end in this really fun way, and it also makes you forget that ben, that uh, that Brad Pitt's sixty. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean he's definitely he's aged, but he's he aged. also is yeah. doing. But like I would not have guessed sixty based no. on. Just based action. based on the yeah. fight with Bad Bunny alone, <laughs> like holy shit! 
Uh, also, now having seen that, I kind of understand why people want to see Bad Bunny stand uh, or a star in like a a Spider Man villain spinoff film because he's doing that El Muerto. Uh, film. We, we talked about that briefly okay. at one point. Uh, maybe it was a deleted scenes thing. I forget. But you yeah, know, I'm, I'm it actually makes me interested to see what he can do because he was yeah. a really cool on screen presence. As was the rest of the cast. Even if Michael Shannon as a like Russian Yakuza lord was yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> That was a little hard to swallow, yeah, but that was that was a choice. But also, like, I didn't hate it. It was almost so ridiculous that I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, it, <laughs> okay, it, it, fits yeah. With, it fits with the ridiculousness of everything else that is happening. Uh, but I think, like, I think that uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree mm-hmm. Henry kind of steal the show. Yeah, that might have been my favorite Aaron Taylor Johnson performance to date. I I, I loved him in this. Yes, he was very good. Um, I liked the more or less singular location. Yes. Uh, I like the I like the time jumping as well. Yeah. Like the way they they were able to kind of fill in some blanks here and there. Uh, also, they do a really good job of like making you forget for a while that Brad Pitt's not actually supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, and then Mad God, uh, I also saw last year. Just like such a fascinating, like enthralling descent into madness and hell. Like, yeah, I agree with what the majority of people have said, where they're like. It was gorgeous. Yes. It was a, a feat of cinematic magic. There's like a leaf blower going on outside. Oh, okay. I was wondering what the yeah. fuck that was. That's just the way my heart works now. <laughs> um, <laughs> fantastic. Never want to see it again. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that yeah. is the one problem with it. Is like, I don't know if I could stomach watching it again. Yeah. It's like, it's enthralling. I think everyone should check it out, yes. especially since it's like literally a 30 year running passion project of one dude, fucking genius Phil Tippett. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would watch it a second time, though. <laughs> I would watch clips of it where people are talking about it in like a film class. Sure. Yeah. But the, the, I might, uh, hmm, I might watch somebody else watch it. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I would watch it if what's that called? You, you, ever, you ever hear about how you can like sync the dark side of the moon along with the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> I was gonna say Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Yes, yeah. <laughs> if you could sync the lyrics to Paul Blart Mall Cop Two, <laughs> the to lyrics m- to Paul Blart Mall Cop Two because <laughs> he it's musical. You see, <laughs> that makes the whole scene with the like ostrich fight or whatever make god. a lot more sense. But if they could get like Philip Glass to oh my god, could you imagine? God, do you remember remember in Glass on you when they reference Philip Glass. <laughs> Nobody knew what they were talking about. <laughs> what did he like? What uh, composed the the gong sound or something like that? Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, which that uh, that gong sound, by the way, I don't if is yes. uh, is Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, <laughs> the, the hourly dong is him. Uh, Such a stupid movie. <laughs> and it's so it's so stupid, but that's part of why I love it so goddamn much. Because really intelligently stupid yes yeah it, it's, it's smart dumb which yeah. is one of my favorite things I in the love world. smart dumb I love smart dumb and it, this this gave me that in the most satisfying way uh also Janelle Monet just like steals the yeah. show she's so good God uh there are two things I wanted to point out that I did not get to watch this sure. year that I'm dying to still watch one of them is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio yes yeah I was still very high on my list like I feel like animation was a little bit lacking for me this year even though like I, I got to watch Turning Red, which was good, especially if you like have early two thousand nostalgia that you want to that you right, want to like right. live vicariously through a Chinese teenager, a Chinese Canadian teenager. For there was a ton of um, animation though. There was there there There's was some. Wendell and Wild. Wendell and Wild was this year too. Oh, you know I watched that too. Actually, now um, that I think about it, 
I watched a video of like, the making of one of the vomit scenes. Oh my god, that had to be a trip. It, which they did practically. <laughs> of course they did. Um, of course, of course Henry Selleck's going to yeah. do a puke scene practically. Come on. Uh, though uh, that movie, I feel like had its issues, but like it yeah. was just a delight to see uh, Key and Peele together again. Yes, I wanted to, I wanted to spend more time in that world. Yes, absolutely. But I also understand that every second of film <laughs> was a lot. Was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Oh boy. Um, uh, oh, man, they leaned into the gross out factor with a lot of that they stuff do. too, with like all, the, sure all the puke and the mucus and the snot. Ugh. Oh, what a ride. What's uh, the other animation? Disney had another one, uh, Strange Worlds. Yeah, which I didn't see that one. Uh, that one got like no promotion yeah. outside of like traditional media outlets. So like yeah. a lot of people just didn't fucking see the promotions for it. And it was kind of critically panned. Uh, though it's, it? seeing okay. a res- it's seeing a resurgence now that it's on Disney Plus though. So it's like... I'm, it's it's almost like a like a Atlantis or Treasure Planet kind of thing where like it's sure. see it's seeing a cult following emerge. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm curious to watch that. The other big one that I haven't seen yet, mostly because I haven't had three hours to sit around and do a thing, <laughs> yeah. is RRR. Oh fuck yeah! I, I want to watch that so badly. It's, what Indian? It's like yeah, it's an Indian like action musical. With big beefy boys. And big beefy boys who dance with their suspenders. <laughs> yeah. It looks like so much fun and I want to watch it so bad. It's like Bollywood cheesy action musical. It's Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I also want to see it's on what, Netflix? I it's think? on Netflix. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it's like in Hindi with subtitles. Right. Uh, yeah. And I I I want it so badly. <laughs> I, w- I want to watch it so badly, but it's three hours and seven minutes yeah. long. And like Given like I did, I did dedicate three hours to watch the Batman, so like I should be able right. to find time for this. I did but that it's just twice, so yeah. So like, I should be able to find time for this. I just haven't yet. <laughs> I think I need to make like a day of it. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's the same thing with like um the Irishman. Like I've I like Scorsese. Oh, yeah. I like those actors. I like that topic. I know the history of it. Yeah. Why have I not watched it? Oh, it's three. It's three and a half hours. hours. Yeah. <laughs> three. Yeah, that one was three and a half. Yeah. Um, Jesus. And like, unlike some of the Marvel movies mm-hmm. where it's very easily digested, the Irishman is like, okay, well, this historical event connects to this historical event. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of density in that three and yeah. a half hours. It's like, like whereas something like Wolf of Wall Street is like yeah. a slog to get through because it's just so intense and in your face for such a long time. The Irishman is like the other opposite, or the opposite end of the spectrum where it's just like so much information and yeah. background. Just jam packed into that yeah. into that time frame. I'm pretty sure I told the story about the time I tried to watch it with Belinda, and it turned oh into like God. an eight hour history lesson. <laughs> yeah, I vaguely remember this actually. <laughs> oh boy! So you want to talk about the uh, year ahead? The year the unions. I was going to talk about the unions, but what what head? What the what? Huh? What? Uh, I said the year ahead. Oh, the year ahead. Yeah. Yes. Now, wh- yes. what did you say? I was talking about how you need to know about union history in order to understand the Irishman. Oh, that helps. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, study up on your labor history because yeah. that will come in handy. Uh, but 2023 is the year we're in now. So, despite my brain disagreeing <laughs> with you, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way I've argued with the calendar a few times, but it just it it, it doesn't respond. The, yeah, the calendar doesn't give a shit. I don't, I don't either. That's fair. Um, <laughs> the IRS does care, though. That, fuck them. Uh, I mean, so, I'm going to pay my taxes, obviously. I'm, no, not, I'm, not, I'm not a congressman. Jesus. <laughs> so the way my 
lists normally start is I'll list everything I could possibly maybe kind of want. And then as reviews come out or I get to see more about it, I trim it down. Sure. Hit me with it. Right now it's pretty long. Um, (laughs) And I won't go through the ones that I've carried over like last night in Soho I really need to watch because it's I mean that's yeah. a couple of years old now but I also very much want to watch that one but like Pinocchio Crimes of the Future the oh yeah we didn't get around to Crimes of the Future yeah. we were supposed to go see that in theaters and yeah. we never got around to it and I don't think it's streaming on anything yet I think it was on HBO Max for it a was hot second for like a minute and, yeah. and, now, and now I think it's down yeah we have I don't know that we have differing opinions of the whale I think I just I think is you're willing to watch it and I'm not. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, I don't think I don't it's not that you don't see what's wrong with it. It's yeah. just that you're still willing to watch it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is I that that's that's the difference. Um like I've watched a couple of clips of it and Brendan Fraser is phenomenal, but it is not an easy thing to watch. I have seen like momentary blips of his mm-hmm. performance in like other things, yeah. like, like in like media roundups of stuff, like, or yeah. like or like popping up in my Twitter feed, and it's like, yeah, it looks like he's doing an amazing job, but like I like I just can't. I, yeah. It hurts. It hurts because like I want to watch Brendan Fraser yeah. give an Oscar worthy performance because I know he can, and I know he's great, yeah. but like I don't want it to be this. It's like somebody wish on a fucking monkey's paw. God, what did I see? I saw like a clip of him in an interview somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, it's been a while since I've been this famous and unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, you poor. Oh, yeah. Because somebody was asking him if he would do a mummy reboot yeah, or, a mummy, or yeah, another yeah. mummy sequel. And he was like, well, I've never been this famous and unemployed. So, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, <laughs> well, I think he, what's he coming? Has he seen the new Scorsese film coming up? Yeah, he is, I believe. Okay. Yes. That's on my list. Uh Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah. Which I think is a novel, I want to say. I'm pretty sure it is, yes. DiCaprio's also in that, if I'm not mistaken, I right? Believe, I believe he's starring. That feels right. I also want to see Babylon, which we talked about a little bit. I mean, that, yeah, that just that's still in theaters, I yeah. believe. So, yeah, that's still fresh. Uh, the Flash. I'm I, so torn. It's like part part of me does really want to mm-hmm. see it, and part of me is just like, do I want to? Like, they're talking about like potentially keeping him on as the mm-hmm. or keeping them on as the Flash right. now, and just like, this yo, is Ezra Miller. It's a, yeah, yeah. They're thinking about keeping Ezra Miller on as the Flash, depending on because they are apparently like sticking to their mental health program and like not getting into trouble, and it's which like is good, which is which is good, but at the same time, it's like I I don't know if it's healthy. For them to like continue to be in this spotlight, yeah, and also part of me is just like let let every remnant of the Snyderverse die. <laughs> it's five hundred percent because I want to see Michael Keaton's Batman. That's it. Fair. That's <sighs> that is. If somebody gave me a copy of the movie that was just his scenes, I would probably just watch that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good point. And maybe I'll always Warner Brothers knows that. They know. More, that. Or they do know that. They uh, know they have us by the Keaton. <laughs> Uh, Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp, Quantumania. I do want to point out real quick, sure. actually, Crimes of the Future is on Hulu. Is it? Yeah. Is it on Hulu or is it on Hulu Stars? The fuck is Hulu Stars? It's the thing that pisses me off where they're like, oh, it's Hulu, but you have to pay a little extra to uh, stream off Stars. No, it looks like if you have a Hulu subscription, at least oh. according to Just Watch, uh, it has just, it's just if you have a Hulu subscription, you can stream it. So there's Shit, that. I'm going to get real weird later. Hell yeah. Uh, sorry, as you were saying. Uh, Amy and Wasp, Quantumania. I'm excited to, I'm excited if anything just to see more Jonathan Majors as yes. Kang. Um, I, I really want it to be better than Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> I just, that was like the one movie of that, of that um, phase, phase yeah. of Marvel that was just like, this is, 
this entire thing except for the post credit sequence is just useless. Like I did not like I didn't think I, I didn't think that story mattered in terms of like the wider MCU. I think of the twenty something Marvel movies that are out, mm-hmm. that's the only one I've fallen asleep to. Fair, I get that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping what Jonathan Majors is that? Yeah. Him? I'm hoping that his presence will beef everything up. But I do like the that we're leaving the quote unquote like real world for another world. Yeah, that I, sounds cool. I do enjoy that. Yes. And I want to say the actress that is playing Paul Rudd's daughter. Right. Yeah. They changed. She's playing Cassie Lang. I think. I feel like I've seen her in a movie that I liked. Hmm. I think it was it was like a Freaky Friday, but with Vince Vaughn and it was a serial killer. <laughs> All right. That's, it was, it was that's a freaky Friday, but Vince Vaughn was a serial killer and he accidentally sw- swippy swaps bodies with a, a little girl, a, a high schooler. And it's hilarious. <laughs> that it's not a great movie, I, but that Vin, you can tell Vince Vaughn is having a blast being a high school girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. It's interesting. Mean, I could take or leave him, leave him as a human being, but him playing a high school. I, I don't funny. really have much of a problem with him, but like he's pretty hard conservative. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. I guess it's not surprising though. Anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I'm very excited for that. I'm, I'm excited. I'm not super excited. I but I I, I would say I'm super excited. Uh, if anything, because I'm I'm curious how they're going to wrap this up. Because uh, like yeah, because James Gunn's confirmed this is going to be the last of his Guardians movies. He's not going to be doing any more work in the MCU after this. I mean, he's obviously got his hands full with DC at this point. Yes. Uh, Dave Bautista has specifically said that he doesn't want to play Drax anymore. Uh, which, he, which great. I would love to see. He has he has a an immense range as an actor. Yeah, hell, let's see. L- it. Look at Glass Onion. Like he, I, 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 he made me hate that character so much. <laughs> like he was such a dick bag in that movie. But he, but also like you, you like you can see the work that goes into that performance. Yeah. So like, he, he's a genuinely good character actor. Well, look at him in Glass Onion, and then look at him in Blade Runner twenty seventy. I, I, I still need to watch twenty forty nine. Yeah. Yes, uh, I forgot what year it was. Um, <laughs> it's 2023, Jack. <laughs> he plays this like really quiet, stoic character mm-hmm. who's clearly has a lot of pain, almost no dialogue. Yeah, and little tiny glasses. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um. I got, yeah, he's in Dune too, right? He is also yeah. in Dune. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he is. Uh, the Beast's Raban, if I'm not mistaken. I'll take your word for it. I, I, I for, it's been a while since I've read Dune, but uh, yeah, I can't, I can't fucking wait for Dune Part Two. Yeah, that's that's yes. gonna be fucking great. I waited the longest time to watch Dune because I'd watched I'd put this like I tried to watch both of previous versions. I'd gotten through the oh one with Sting, whichever one was not David Lynch's. I'd watched the whole way through. Couldn't get through David Lynch's version. Well, David Lynch's version, I mean, he A, had his name removed from it. Yeah. And, and B, <laughs> yeah. it plays like Dune Greatest Hits. Like, it really skips a whole bunch of shit. It's it so bounces dry. around. It's very dry. It's, yeah. It, 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 um, uh, yeah. yeah uh, Denny Villeneuve is doing a much better job this time around. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. What else we got here? We got Guardians. Uh, Renfield. I'm so pumped for Renfield. That trailer. That trailer just got released the other day. That tra- showed Belinda. She's excited. That looks so fun. I'm. Oh, I'm so. I'm so excited for that. Give me Nick Cage Dracula now. And I'm even more excited for Nick Holt after after the having menu. watching the menu. Yeah, I'm so happy to see him in another thing so soon. 
because I, I think, you know, I think the first thing I saw him in was X-Men First Class. He was fine. Who was he in X-Men First Class? I think he was Beast. Was he? Be- oh, so. you're right. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't realize that. But then I think he was in The Favorites. I'm not familiar with that. Ah, that's a good one. That's that's pretty solid. It's by the same person who did uh, The Lobster and Dogtooth and oh. uh, a bunch of other stuff. Okay. But it's Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz hmm. kind of vying for the attention of the queen. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's um mostly a comedy. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Emma Stone, did you know she was originally supposed to be the lead in the menu? No, but that makes sense. Yeah, like I could see that working. Yeah. Though I'm also really happy with what with the performance we got out of Anya Taylor Joy. I thought she was yeah. outstanding. Well, I I don't know that I've seen her in a role like that before, so mm-hmm. I did enjoy seeing her. Maybe I have. I can't remember. I mean, I mostly know her from the Queen's Gambit, which is just a very different, very different story altogether. Well, I mean, I I remember her from the Vavitch. Which is uh, also the pretty Vavich. different yeah. from also, the menu. <laughs> also, wildly different story, wildly um, different setting. Yeah, very different thing all around. Was she in the Shyamalan busted up glass? Sh- oh, I think the, fucking... uh, the I don't know. I, I I have not watched Split. Split. Yeah, I've not watched that. It's fine. A lot of people were like, "This were, were like, yeah. this is really fucking good." I'm like, "Is it? It, it doesn't look like it's all that great." I, I didn't just... enjoy the therapy parts. Yeah, it, it. Um, I like the pre the trailers gave me big red flags in terms of mental health stigma. Yeah, but yeah, Renfield can't wait. Renfield Renfield looks fun. Uh, the movie we were talking about earlier is Infinity Pool by Brandon Cronenberg. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the um, the poster is just like a bunch of like melded together like abstract faces. There's that one, and there's another one where I forget what actor's floating in like a pool of black nothing. It's probably it Alexander Skarsgård or maybe Mia Goth. Who knows? Yeah, just... it, it looks cool. Um, he has my ticket just based on Possessor, nice, um, and the actors. And we got Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I'm interested. Please don't fuck it up. I that's mostly my concern. It's, I don't want them to fuck this up. I've gotten what I've wanted out of it, which mm-hmm. is an Indiana Jones figure that looks like Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I'm I I've gotten the bare minimum of what I've wanted. Yeah. I mean that's that's exciting enough. James Manfield is he's directing this one. Yeah. This is it. the first one without Spielberg. Which is fine. I don't sure. think he has the passion for that character that like he used to. I can't imagine that he would at this point. I do need to see the Fableman. I've heard Which came uh, out last year. I've heard good things about the about the Fablemans, and I've also heard people say that it's just a pre- giant pretentious masturbatory. That thing. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I still want to see it, but it also sure. it's not topic matter that I'm like, ooh, I need to rush out and see it right now. Yeah, yeah, that I'd agree with that statement. Um, there's a couple of movies on here I don't remember putting here. Um, <laughs> Bottoms. Bottoms? Uh, you can imagine trying to search. That was not easy, so I don't know what <laughs> your, that was. <laughs> your Google search history just got weirder. Uh, also, Civil War, which, Civil War. when? I don't know. Um, that's, uh, that makes me worry about your search history a little bit. <laughs> Poor Things. Poor Things? Yeah, I'm not, I don't familiar, know. I'm not familiar with that, that one. That's how these lists go, is I put them on here and then I forget until I look them up. Later. What what is poor things? So we were actually just talking about him with uh, the favorites. Uh, it's a God. I'm gonna screw his name up. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I just pulled it up. It's his next film. Is it actually coming out this year? Could be. Maybe. 
I mean, it began filming in 2001, so I would hope so. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but Emma Stone's in it, so there'll be them hanging out again. Neat. Willem yeah. Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, Gerard Carmichael. The Wikipedia premise says, Upon drowning herself to escape her abusive husband, a woman has her brain replaced with the brain of her newborn child with oh. the help of her father. The fuck? Huh. Which, based on the work of that director, I'm not surprised. Um, although this is based on a novel of the same name. Okay. Um, so it's not an original work by him. But it will be in his wheelhouse of the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new Across the Spider-Verse. Pretty excited about yes. that. Yes. Holy shit. I can't wait for that. Loved the first one. And masterpiece. I'm, Absolute yeah. fucking masterpiece. When I hear people say they don't like animation or that it's cartoons, it's for children. One, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. One, one um, that's ridiculous. Animation is film. Uh, animation is cinema fucking get yeah. over it and experience for yourself <laughs> yeah and then sit down and watch spider-verse yeah and it, it, i can't think of i, I it, there's no better like champion for animation like for, for you to present to people yes yeah it's it's incredible there's a movie coming out called megalopolis which i hmm. only care about because it's ford coppola and he oh, hasn't done a movie in a not, long time not a long time yeah hmm. that's fascinating and I think the last movie I saw with him that he directed was Twixt. Okay. And it, hmm. <laughs> it, 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 it had Val Kilmer in it. Um, oh, right before I think he stopped being certain, able to yeah. speak. Yeah. Um, and it, it was, it honestly feels like the premise of a Stephen King story where it's like huh. a horror writer goes to town to investigate this and write his new novel and weird hmm. shit happens, but it was kind of just dull. Um, but this is him doing what he used to do in like the seventies and eighties where he would dump his entire fortune into a movie <laughs> and pray that it, you know, does <laughs> okay. well. Okay. Uh, Fascinating. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes of that then. Yes. Uh, on the break, we talked a little bit about Bo is afraid. Bo is afraid. Yeah. Um, the uh, Ari Aster yes. film with Joaquin Phoenix. Know um, nothing about it other than that. Yeah. I, I, I've only know the name and the poster that was revealed uh, just the other day the, with the varying ages of Joaquin Phoenix's character, just like with a hand on each other's shoulder going around, which yeah, yeah feels, feels like just, just unsettling enough to be, to be like attention getting. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with that one. I still haven't seen Midsummer. Now that I think about it. I enjoyed Midsummer. I want to see it again because mm -hmm. I, he did Hereditary, right? He did Hereditary. hereditary. He absolutely Midsummer. did Hereditary. <laughs> that, oh, um, Jesus Christ. Similar topic matters or similar like vibe of topic matters, mm -hmm. but such a jarring style difference. Yeah. Um, and by style difference, I mean, it was very bright. It's very, yeah. It's very I mean, bright. That's the whole thing is it's <laughs> yeah. very, very bright and colorful. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot of dark in, uh, in, in hereditary. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of, uh, more traditionally associated, uh, with horror color palettes and, and, uh, and framing and whatnot. Yeah. But, um, do you want to know what, what Wikipedia says the premise is for Bo is afraid? Please. First of all, it originally was going by the title Disappointment Boulevard, which I <laughs> much prefer, but it also probably is less accurate. Okay. Um, a decade-spanning surrealist horror film set in an alternate present. When his mother dies, he makes a journey home that involves some wild supernatural threats. 
<laughs> That's all we know. Okay. Uh, which is fine, honestly. I I know Ari Aster's films are at least going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I need to know going in. Like if I if I could, I think I've said this before. If I could hire like a taste tester mm-hmm. t- for movies, and they're like, mm, "You're not gonna like this," I'd be like, great. <laughs> or if they're like, "Oh, you're gonna love this," that's all I want to know. Like if I can go in completely blind and know I'm gonna have a good time, great, cool. And that seems to be the case here because what else do we got we got uh we got dune part two we talked about yes. we got the fucking barbie movie we have barbie and oppenheimer dropping on the yeah. same day oh really oh yeah <laughs> that's a weird they're, double feature june 21st i think yeah they're they're literally dropping on the same day huh you know when <laughs> the marketing off work <laughs> You know, when the marketing teams were getting together to like schedule the movies, <laughs> never once did somebody say like, oh, do we need to worry about people having to choose between the two? And they're like, there is zero, zero crossover between Barbie fans and Chris Nolan Oppenheimer fans. False. I want to see both. And then a bunch <laughs> of fucking film nerds were all like, these both look incredible. Yeah. I'm taking the day off. <laughs> fucking Greta Gerwig put a 2001 A Space Odyssey reference in the beginning of a <laughs> teaser. <laughs> for Barbie. So stupid. <laughs> it's, it's just a giant vintage style Margot Robbie as a Barbie. Yeah. Surrounded by little girls. It's like, great. Like the monkey apes from 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> 100% amazing. It's so dumb. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I genuinely, I'm considering taking that day off work and seeing both all in one so, go. Which one would you see first? Oppenheimer. Uh, have Bar- Barbie as like a palate Barbie cleanser. Barbie is a palate cleanser. Hundred yeah, percent idea. I I learned my mistake after well, after my ordering of our guilty pleasure films for the last episode. What what's Oppenheimer's famous quote? Now we are all uh, sons of bitches. Is that him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the other thing he said too. <laughs> huh? Um. Uh, behold, I am the something. something oh, behold, I'm... I am death destroyer of worlds. Yeah, that was him, right? I don't know. Um. Uh, Bird yeah, the hand is worth two in the uh, bush. Did you say that? Was it Oppenheimer? He was yeah. <laughs> but like after that, you're going to want to kind of palate cleanser <laughs> of Barbie. But also, who knows what's happening with the Barbie movie? Like, it could be even darker than Oppenheimer. Who, who knows? Um, <laughs> I mean, if, if who, maybe we'll go in some directions that that uh, that the Weird Al movie went in. <laughs> so interested in seeing that. Uh, it's worth watching. Like it, it is. A, it's a lot of fun. It gets really violent. What? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. You know, I'm I'm almost mad at myself because I watched I watched Swiss Army Man um, yeah. like a month ago. And I wish I had saved that for like a double feature. <laughs> with weird? With weird. Or with, or, or with everything everywhere. Yes. A triple feature. There we a go. A triple feature. <laughs> God, what a weird day that would be. <laughs> Going from everything everywhere all at once, which is the same director duo yes to to swiss army man which then introduces daniel radcliffe to weird yeah (laughs) i want to say the directors are referred to as the daniels the daniels yeah yeah they're fantastic i love them so much Wow. they also directed lil john's turn down for what music video huh the uh the the uh the man humping his way through the floors of that apartment complex is daniel kwan actually (laughs) I guess I need to watch that. Oh, yeah, it's fun. You'll love it. 
I was I was like, I wonder what else they've done because I would, they've, they've done they have some, a very distinct style. Oh yeah, absolutely. They've done some music video stuff. They've done some shorts. Um, I'm not sure if they've done any other features besides Swiss Army Man and Everything yeah. Everywhere, but uh, they're they're great. They're they're fantastic. Honestly, looking at their visual style in those two movies, those yeah, those two movies, it comes across that they did music videos. Like they oh, have a very yeah. visual storytelling style. Yes, absolutely. So David Fincher supposedly has a new movie coming out this year. It right. could be pushed next. It could. Uh, it could. Also, Wes Anderson may have two movies coming out this year. Wes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about either of them. Is anything coming out? I I'm not sure. I know that I I mean well, the one that, the one that I think is like confirmed to be coming out this year. I'm pretty sure it has like you know a completely ridiculous cast as sure, he right, usually yeah. has. I think he has a couple of people he's working with for the first time this time, but then like oh. then a bunch of the recurring people, you know, who are Jason Silverman's and or, <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you recall the title of his last film? Of his last film? Yeah. Oh, uh, French Dispatch. Yeah, the French Dispatch. That I didn't was it. Care for it? It's the first movie I, in a while I've not cared. I've for still it. not seen it. Actually, it's kind of an anthology. Mm. And okay. The one section with uh, Benicio del Toro. Del Toro yeah. And I forget the French actress's name. Marion Cotillard. No, no, younger. She was in Blue is the Warmest Color. Oh, I have no idea that. Um. Anyway, it's the the, the two of them. That segment I really enjoyed. He's like a prisoner who's a brilliant painter, and she's a prison guard who like falls in love with him, and it's ridiculous. Okay. But the other two segments, there's one with uh, Timothy Chalamet and Francis McDormand. I hated it. Really? Yeah. I mean, not, not their performances. Just the this is the bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so because like I love so, I love so many of his damn movies. Yeah. Like, no, like, this is definitely like weird that I didn't like it. I've enjoyed almost all of his other films. Yeah. Uh, it's also with him. Sometimes I'll watch it, and then years later I'll rewatch. I'm like, nah, I actually kind of liked it. Fair, yeah. We also have Cocaine Bear. Oh man, Cocaine Bear is coming out this year, isn't Sorry. it? I mean, Cocaine Bear, based on a true story. Based on a true story, very important. <laughs> also, Ray Liotta's last film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it is. That is his last appearance. Which another thing, actually, that makes me want to rem- remind everybody of something regarding Glass Onion. Uh, that is Angela Lansbury and Stephen Sondheim's final appearances on film, and it's them playing <laughs> Among Us with Benoit Blanc, <laughs> Natasha Lyonne, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How weird! Fu- I'm That's- so glad that scene exists. <laughs> I'm so happy that exists. Well, Benoit Blanc's in the bath. <laughs> Somebody pointed out that um, you know he's he's bored by not having a challenging mystery, yeah. <laughs> and there's this like very famous novel that's a mystery novel, yeah. And it starts out like the book. If you open the book, the pages are all out of order. So the first step you have to do is rearrange the pages so that they are in in order in which you can read it. Okay. Well, only three people in the world have solved the mystery of this book, and. By saying he is bored by all the other mysteries implies that he, <laughs> he has already solved. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I also think I read somewhere that Angela Lansbury was like didn't really understand what was happening with the video oh, game. Oh yeah, but no, uh, Brian Johnson said that she was very patient and very kind about it, but then, she, but then she, but then she got to a point where she was like, "Just you tell me what to do, and we'll we'll go from there." <laughs> Just uh, uh, real, real quick, the. Um, 
the Wes Anderson movies that are reported to be coming out this year are Asteroid City uh, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Okay, I think I did hear that title. Are uh, either of them animated? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Asteroid City is going to be okay. It's going to be the first time that he's working with Margot Robbie and Tom Hanks, hmm. okay. um, as well as a slew of other people he has worked with. Oh, and Steve Carell and Brian Cranston, uh, as well as a slew of people that he has worked with in the past. He has worked with Brian Cranston before, has he? Mm-hmm. Um, Isle of Dogs. Oh, he was in Isle of Dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay, I still haven't seen that. That one I really enjoyed. Nice. It was, it was adorable. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, I believe. Is it? Mm-hmm. That and Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think. Huh. Well, Fantastic Mr. Fox is yeah. fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceling the show. <laughs> uh, last couple, they're all horror films. Nice. Scream 6. Sure. Yeah, I, li- I like the promotions yeah. they've been doing yes. with that. Like the uh, the Subway Line poster mm-hmm. that they released is really neat. It's, it's they're, they're doing the fish out of water thing where they're, ta- mm-hmm. they're putting him in a new location. Um, yeah. which they're also doing with Evil Dead, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, which... I was talking to Rob from the Cats episode. I'm yeah. like, so they're they're doing the same shtick, different franchises. Very different, very different, very different ways and very different franchises. Um, although the, the Evil Dead Rises trailer came out a couple days ago. It looks like they might still be keeping to a singular location or ish. Yes, ish. I, I want to say ish on that one. Yeah. Because it, it does look like there's a couple of different places they may be visiting, mm-hmm. but I don't think any of them are Dearborn, Michigan. No, no, just, uh, but it is, it is in a city. Whereas I think scream six, it's going to utilize the entire city. Yes. Which is character. wild. Yeah. I, I am. Yeah. I'm very, I, I need to get caught up on scream because I've still not seen all of them. Um, so which, I am, which ones have you not watched? Do you know, like the last three, I think I've seen, I've seen one and two. I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, four is not bad. You've told me that before, I think. Um, there's a character in it that they're bringing back, kind of a fan favorite. Right. It was Hayden Pantier's character, mm-hmm. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because She's they couldn't because they couldn't they they're they're not getting Nev Campbell back for this one. I, uh, Correct. Yeah. I remember seeing some of that drama uh yeah, playing out. That's a bummer. Because last year was also like a weird year of like sa- like Hollywood salary news and yeah. people like potentially not returning to big series. I remember there was that with her, there was the uh, Futurama thing with John DiMaggio potentially oh. not coming back as Bender, but now he is coming back okay, as Bender. That's good. Yeah, but you can't do that show without him. It's just <sighs> Skidamarink is a. I've heard, I've seen this title. Yeah, yeah, it's being. It's another one where they're like, it's the scariest movie that ever existed. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I like the premise a lot, and I think they're gonna fuck themselves because people are gonna expect. This kind of horror, when it's that kind of horror, mm. the people who've already watched it, because it's, it's in festival, describe it as like a, an experimental film. Okay. Uh, I think it's sort of kind of found handheld camera. I'm not going to say found footage, but like handheld. Okay. Um, mm. But the premise is that these two children are wake up in their house, their parents are gone, and they all the doors and windows are gone as well. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you say gone, do you mean just like missing or do you mean like replaced by solid walls? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how supernatural they're going to get. Okay. Fascinating. Uh, then uh, we talk about Evil Dead Rise. We talk about is, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, and the last one is the Salem Lot remake, which... Oh, I forgot that was happening. Yeah. I, you know, I've not enjoyed the last two remakes uh, which would have been um, Pet Cemetery, which right? Was right. Fine. I like some of the ideas a lot. They just yeah. 
didn't quite stick the landing. Nah. No. Uh, and I didn't even watch Firestarter. <laughs> I heard so much, so many bad yeah. reviews of Firestarter, which is a shame. I but... think, like, I've, I think it was one of the first novels I read, Stephen King novels I read. Nice. Um, it has a great premise and foundation. Mm-hmm. The book's it's fine. But, like, that's perfect. Like, you, you don't have to stick to the book word for word because it's not a perfect book, but it has a great foundation. Do that. Do that. Why, why didn't they just do that? No, they got Zac Efron and... I mean, I don't mind Zac Efron, but... He's fine. He's fine. Is that the end of your list? That is the end of my list. No, you're not, you're not, you're not looking forward to Plane? The fuck's Plane? It's... <laughs> <laughs> the, it's the, uh, Gray, the... I'll look this up just like bottoms. It's sure a star, starring Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter. Uh... <laughs> They're 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 on a plane, you see, and then the plane mm-hmm. crashes, and they have to like save the passengers, and like, it's the, like Gerard Butler's the pilot, and Mike Coulter was like a convict that was on the plane being transported or something, and they they have to work together, you see. And the movie's called Plane. They named the movie Plane. What's well, playing at seven o'clock tonight? <laughs> what a front. Oh <laughs> uh, no, thanks. I might stream it at some point, oh, <laughs> just God. mostly because I like Mike Coulter. I'm going to sh- shame the director. Jean Francois, I'm going to say Roche would be probably my guess of pronunciation. No, you're not, you're not excited about Megan? You didn't have Megan? I actually on your do kind of want to see Megan. I, I'm, but... I'm, so I saw that, that's another one where I saw the preview when I went to see Knives Out, or not Knives Out, when I went to see Glass Onion. And the preview made me think, like, this, I don't know if this is terrible or not. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about it on the show. Uh, <laughs> right. Mostly because, like, the, like half the preview is just like, this is really unsettling. And I'm, yeah. I, I hate looking at this doll person thing. Horrible Uncanny and, Valley. Yeah, with, very with big Uncanny Valley vibes. And then she gets on all fours to chase a dude. And it's just like, what's happening? <laughs> like, Becca started laughing in the theater like, right, when we saw it, that part it, of the preview. So goofy. <laughs> it's very goofy. But like every review I see of it is glowing. That it's like the yeah. most unhinged fun thing that's ever been released, and it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes already. I, if I'm being honest with myself, there's so many other movies I would watch in theaters before that. Sure, I'll, I'll probably end up watching it on. I'm gonna guess HBO Max. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm trying to think what other bullshit's coming out this year. Uh, oh, you didn't mention Fast Ten. <laughs> I noticed. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I have. <laughs> to this date, never watched a fast movie. Really? Not a single one? Not a single one. I've seen the first one, and I think I saw the maybe it's the third one. Fourth one. I don't know. It's one of the other ones. I have uh, some of my friends are super into them. So. I know, it's one of those weird franchises that <laughs> people get really, really into mm-hmm. and are fully aware that it's awful. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 with self-awareness that they're watching this <sighs> nonsense. Um but I don't know. Part of knowing this is the last one, part of me is like, maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the time I finally go and binge all ten of them. <laughs> God, if I was gonna binge a franchise that I know goes off the rails in a horrible direction, Star it's Wars? gonna be Hellraiser. Well, oh, okay. I've already I've already <laughs> watched every Star Wars film. <laughs> no, Hellraiser's fair. Yeah. Oh God. I need to figure out what my Halloween franchise is this year. You got some time. Yeah. I think I've done like the classics and I, I yeah. don't think I can do hell because I love the first two so much. The first two were so good. <laughs> Just, and I've, I've been told I've watched all the palatable ones. So I'm like, I'm not oh, surprised. No. I'm not surprised. What happens after bloodlines? <laughs> There's like three, three was bad. 
three was bad. Four was better, but still bad. Interesting. It was, it was interesting. interesting. It was interesting. Uh, and we have not watched f- five through whatever. Five but then, through like 11 or yeah, 12, yeah. But then you've watched the newest one. I have. Yeah. But I still need to see that. But. I, I, I don't think they're going to make a sequel, but I would like them to now that they've kind of reestablished it. I'd like them to actually put it in fucking theaters. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why this was a direct-to-Hulu kind of thing, but... Knows. I mean, why did they put Glass Onion in the theaters for a week and then take it out? Fucking Netflix, man. I don't know. They just they just want to make bad business decisions. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. Similarly, with like, Hulu did something similar with Prey, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah, like, I think so. Which I think that's partially a Disney decision. Like that's kind of got like thrown onto the streaming service instead of into theaters. But I, it was it was good. It was a good action movie. Like, it, would you have noticed a quality difference if you'd watched it in theaters? Um, because I've definitely watched some movies that I'm like they could have put this in theaters, but the quality wasn't quite up to. I'm gonna say possibly. Okay, there are some visuals that I think would have been really cool to see. Um, particularly when they're f- when uh, toward the end, like the big, the big climactic fight where mm-hmm. where she does eventually kill the predator. Spoilers. What? Uh, um, where like the predators like bleeding like neon green in yeah. the night like that, that probably would look really fucking cool on the big screen. Okay. Also, just some of the landscape shots were just gorgeous. I mean, like the it's a really well done period piece as well as okay. an action piece. That honestly, that's the thing that makes me want to watch it. I yeah, I've I've watched the first Predator and one of the ones where they fight aliens. Which <laughs> entire waste man, of my and they really tried life. to lean hard into the alien versus predator thing for a while there, didn't All they? Because of like a fucking prop. It was a pro- <laughs> there was like a prop skull in the background. They're like, yeah. oh, we can get a franchise out of this. <laughs> you, I guess you did, but it wasn't good. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so as as far as of the movies that I'm aware of next year, those are the ones I'm excited for. Nice. I I agree with that list, I think. Uh, I will probably still watch some of like, the big, dumb, stupid action things that come out. Sure. Uh, I am excited for the Marvels to finally oh, come yeah, out. That, that. That's I supposed to be coming out this year. Is, is that all that's on the slate for Marvel this year in terms of big films? Is that in Quantumania, or is there something else that I'm missing? Um, I thought I listed one other one. What was it? Oh, Craven the Hunter's coming out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn it. I forgot about that for a minute. Uh, Spider-Verse, but that's kind of its own thing. Oh, Spider-Verse is kind of its own thing, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, yeah, Guardians. Yeah, we do. We talked um, about Guardians. I think... Okay, that's three big ones then. So that's that's yeah. solid for that's yeah. solid for a year. Especially considering how, like, kind of meh this phase of Marvel's been. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they can kind of like pick it back up. I really do. Like, I know a lot of people have their gripes about like the impact of the MCU on cinema and mm-hmm. like the quality of the movies overall. But like, I really like a lot of these movies. Yeah, a let's, lot let's of do people... a little sidebar. Yeah, where I told Martin Scorsese to, to shut up. I, <sighs> on the one hand, yes, I, I I want Martin Scorsese to stop griping about superhero movies. Yeah. On the other hand, it's always nice when you hear him say, like, oh, my God, this movie was fantastic. Like, yeah. with uh, Tar. Tar, yeah. he, he loved Tar, apparently. And that actually, like, seeing that opinion, I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I should see this. I just haven't gotten around to it Like, yet. Topic Matters, never a movie I would ever pick up. But probably not. hearing no. how much people love it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I will probably watch it at some point. That's the thing. Like, that kind of effusive praise is going to go way further for most people than, like, shitting on stuff. Right. You know, it's just... Says the guy. Says the guy who co-hosts a bad movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> just... Yeah, it's like on one hand, 
that we've talked about that before. That's, we have, yeah. Um, and and to our defense, we do go a long way to like elevate the good things that happen yes. in a lot of these movies, and have directly said like, no, this movie doesn't deserve the the shit that right. it's gotten. Whenever it doesn't deserve the shit that it's gotten, and we've also analyzed how did we get here? Yes, yes. Um, which which I think a lot of people don't tend to do. You see in the movie the menu. <laughs> <laughs> You have the two food critics in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god! The moment where they thought everything was just a show for them, I was like, "That's us. the grossest thing I've ever heard anyone say." They're Are you so kidding gross. me? It's like you realize who the bad guys are in this movie, but at the same oh, time, yeah. you kind of want it to happen. Yep. Yep. Um, well, specifically, Martin Scorsese is the one because, like, there have been many, many, many actors and directors and who um, shit on the Marvel, yeah, films uh, or superhero films in general. Ridley Scott, um, yeah. God, I forget who else. There's a bunch of them. But Martin Scorsese is the one that I find – one, he's he's an old white dude. I don't really give a shit yeah. what he has to say at this point. But he he should know better yeah, because he's a film historian. Yeah. So he should be able to look at superhero movies as a, an overarching genre and put two and two together and realize, oh, this is no different than Westerns were or biblical movies or gladiator movies. Mm-hmm. It's a genre that is popular and needed for the time period. It is not a permanent additional genre. No. Like, I, I think I think I think it would be naive to think that that it's going to go on forever, right? No, like, it's it's a I look at the history of western films. They um grew with the audience, they grew with what was going on in the United States or the world at that time. Mm-hmm. You generally, I think of the Westerns as having like the fifties, very nationalist, you know, yeah. uh, John Wayne type Westerns. And then yep. you have the seventies, late sixties, seventies that are more of a reaction to the counterculture in Vietnam. Yeah. Which I categorize more as the Clint Eastwood films um, where the hero is an anti-hero. Yeah. And we still have Westerns. We still get Westerns every once in a while, but it's oh, not yeah. like the genre that you expect to see in every, you know, every movie season. There will become a time when superhero movies are no longer expected. Of, like We, we yeah. get like, what, like 20 superhero movies a year. We have so goddamn many of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, and Disney will milk it until it costs oh, the money. Yeah. No, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to, they're going to keep going back to that teat for as long as they possibly yeah. can. But uh, and luckily, there will come a point where they can't anymore. If they did not have, Paul Feige? Kevin Feige. Kev, Kevin Feige. Yeah. Um, Paul Paul Feige was 2016 Ghostbusters. It's a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the genre would have already gone there, but he's yeah. so good at moving and readjusting and I, adapting. I agree. Because uh, otherwise they would never would have moved. They never would have started moving away from like the initial Marvel formula yeah. with phase one. They would have never, they, they would have been stuck in that mode and people would have burned out on it way, way, way faster. Yeah. They never, they never, never would have gotten a Black Panther. They never would have gotten Guardians of the Galaxy or anything or, or you know, any of the big surprising pieces that we got out of this. Yeah. And the other side of the aisles, Warner Brothers and they, can't help but fuck God up. God damn it. They're just so bad at this. <laughs> I just, I genuinely hope that James Gunn is able to write the ship there. Yeah. And like start putting out some quality fucking films because those, like that, those franchises need yeah. it. I love that, those characters. Yeah. There's, I, I read those comics. There are great stories to tell there. Yeah. And I think you could really do something fantastic with that. But like, the, you weren't doing it with the Snyderverse. You weren't doing it with the slate of films that you had going on there. And, like, the few deviations that you had from that have gotten fucking destroyed. 
They've yeah. gotten scrapped. Like, yeah. Every, it, they just released, like, more, like, stills of what, like, Batgirl was going to look like. And it's like, you're killing me. Yeah. This looked like it was going to be fun and good. Like, I would say probably it looked fun. We'll see if it potentially it, it, We'll never know. It looked like it had potential. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but yeah, no, it'll, it'll never see the light of day. But, Mr. Scorsese, I've listened to you talk for an hour about biblical films. Yeah. <laughs> and how... It was a genre that was needed at the time or was was popular at the time. And, and then we moved on to the next big genre thing. Yeah. Same it, thing with fucking film noir. Like, it's mm-hmm. a niche genre that is popular at the moment. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a permanent fixture. Like, when, when did the first Iron Man come out? Was it like 08? 08, yeah. We haven't really been at, at the, this specific genre that long. No. Yeah. 14 years, essentially, since, since, it's been the tour de force that it's been. It's yeah. not unreasonable for it to have continued going this long, especially with how much fucking money it's yeah. been making. I mean, you know, I hate to look at it in just econ- I mean, I, I I refuse to look at it in just right. economic terms, but like these movies are popular for a reason. Yes, I'm sure that sound will be great later. That's fine. And again, I think if you didn't have Kevin Feige in charge at Marvel. The genre would have moved on, or would have would have been a, not as prevalent. Yeah, but it's like people talk shit on westerns at the time, Martin. Yeah, they same thing with noir. Like noir films were considered classics at the time. It's kind of weird to think that in twenty thirty years you'll have a a baby Tarantino making a genre film that's a throwback to superheroes. Oh my god, <laughs> could you imagine? I I can't. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's kind of my gripe with older filmmakers, and is that like it, this is no different than when you were growing up. Shut up. Yeah, it's it's a different veneer on the same yeah. on the same thing, basically. Yeah. Uh, so let's take one more break, and then we can briefly talk about an existential crisis. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Making a Martini, up, dry, and straight to the point. I am the host, Caleb Viggles, accompanied by my CFO, Scooter, who is my dog. And together, we are bringing you the podcast education you never knew you needed. Sometimes more than you get in our own country's actual education system. Do the children of today learn about sex, Shakespeare, and race in school? I mean, maybe, but I sure didn't, and look what happened to me. I started a podcast. And is this really what you want for your children? No, it's fucking not. But I can guarantee that the children in school today don't learn about the Alien franchise, why Grease 2 is better than Grease, and certainly not the joys of Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which you will learn here. And if you came here thinking this is going to be a podcast on how to make martinis and whatnot, well, you're almost right, because we are making cocktails. Cocktails for all occasions, including the classic Dirty Vodka Martini, the Pride Teeny, and the Bro Knee, and more. Typically accompanied by a knowledgeable guest, or at least someone who I think is knowledgeable and entertaining. And hey, you might think so too. I mean, what more could anyone with a thirst for knowledge and a thirst for vodka-based drinks want in their life? So join me with our bi-weekly themed cocktail as we take on numerous practical and crazy topics... Have a laugh and get straight to the point. I'm practically drunk just thinking about it. 
Make sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And remember, please drink responsibly. Cheers. Hey, welcome back to Durazzled. <laughs> We're all flustered up in here. <laughs> I don't know if Joe's going to keep that for... No, we'll look for, we'll look for deleted scenes yeah. content later. <laughs> but my little gift to you is look up the new cover of Clue that's coming out. Yeah, look up the new... <laughs> if you're over the age of 18... <laughs> revised version of Clue and Ooh. just... Who, who's hottest to you? Yeah, just... please, please write in with... Who would you, you know, who would you? Anyway. Anyway, uh, I made the mistake of, of saying at the top of this episode, thinking we wouldn't have enough content, that uh, I was going to talk about existential crises, um, and then we went for like almost two hours. So uh, we're going to go through this real quickly, just, you know, as a, re- as a reflection, you know, sure. maybe maybe you also suffer from crippling anxiety and are also a quote unquote artist. Um, see, I just did it right there. Yeah. Referred to myself you, as finger quotes artist. You did. Yeah. You, yeah, just, you did just it. do that. And then that, that's the whole point of why we're here <laughs> is Jack needs to move past that at some point in his life. How? Maybe now, maybe right now we will. Okay. With these lists. So when I moved to my new apartment, current apartment now, last year, I started keeping a log of my activities because uh, I'm like, oh, I never do anything with my life. Um, which is false, but. Which is false. Yeah. Uh, and I know that somewhere in my head, but the doubt demon doesn't believe it unless I physically hold something to show it. Uh, in, in college, I, I kept like a log for the first two months and just kind of what a bunch of adventures I had, <laughs> but I would not have realized that without uh, looking at it. So I started keeping a log uh, last, or this past, what's the fourth? Is it April? January, February? April. Yeah. April, yeah. Uh, April till till now. Man, this year is a lot of derazzled stuff. What what else have I done this year? I, <laughs> I did a lot of derazzled. Um, uh, you've done some writing. Did did some writing. I did a short story called, oh, Familiar Dread. Okay. Which is about a cat. Is that one of them? Good. Is that one of them you've submitted? I did. I know I, you've submitted some stories for publication. Yeah. I submitted Familiar Dread to a bunch. I submitted the short story that I read at the writer's group, uh, The Understudies. Oh, yeah. I submitted one called of, frog, of Mice and Frogmen. <laughs> is that right? That's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one, the, the Understudies I, I really enjoy. Uh, it needs a little bit of work. Um, Familiar Dread is the one that, that I think probably stands the best chance of being accepted somewhere okay uh of mice and frogman absolutely not no and it needs entirely reworked uh it's a fucking disaster it sounds like um, a, it sounds like a story in the venture brothers universe it, it does <laughs> um it didn't know what it wanted to be did I, what else have i done i'm gone went to a burn this year you did go to a burn um, this year i got snake bites uh, yes piercings yeah Redu- um, yeah which you had had lip piercings mm-hmm. before i had a single lip piercing single one uh-huh. yeah uh, and I I updated to that. My Chromebook died. Fuck, there's yeah. a lot of like not fun comic deaths this year. We had we have Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Tim Tim Sales, a uh, comic book yep. artist. Mm-hmm. I started attending Jerk Circle again. 
It's a, uh, a, a group of a, our friends who are uh, well, the mostly group burners. Goes, yeah. yeah, a bunch of burners. They, yeah, Jack went to uh, to Constellation Burn with them. Speaking of burning, I burned through a couple of therapists. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, found my way back to the OG, not the OG, but like the one I'd been with for a while. Yeah. Um, mended some friendships. Nice. Started. God, that was this past year, wasn't it? So I I left my old job. Yes. Started my new job. Yes. And then restarted my new job. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a journey. It's been a lot. Well, because you because because oh, your your old job your old old job was killing you. It it did. And then your new job was was better, but schedule was too was yeah. was killing you. It was only like, nights. Yeah, like nights. the structure of your schedule was not conducive to your needs, uh, which is. Somewhat addressed with your new with your new position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as I kind of get used to the early days, the early days, and and just the routine. I, I mean, I've already had more time to do stuff. Yeah, which um, is great. I've I've definitely also fallen asleep while playing <laughs> video games. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times. God, there's there's yeah. nothing like waking up and you're just running in in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I I did. Oh god, I did that while playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey the other oh, day. No. Except I ran into like an enemy fort. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was getting attacked by Athenians. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's definitely some giant spiders. I <laughs> almost killed me. Uh, man, we did. Uh, we we fuck. We did the room. With we, did, and Emily. we did the room. With uh, Vince and Emily. The the f- ceiling fell in. Your ceiling did fall in. Some, some water damage. Yeah. There. Still. What is the status of that? Is that still in mitigation That's a great or? Question. I have no idea. Cool. Things are being fixed, just not the one I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a two to one vote. I'm I'm the one. God damn it. What else have we done? What else have I done? Why does it say pea blood? Um, what? Oh, that makes more sense. Um, pea slash blood. Oh, as in I had still, to. That's still concerning, <laughs> right? It was a health assessment. I had to pee in a cup and get blood. Oh, okay, no, okay. Yeah. That, that see, that's <laughs> uh, what a year. <laughs> health assessment would have been a better shorthand for that, but um, instead, you made yourself think you pissed blood at some point this yeah. year and forgot about it. We had, we had Rob's wedding. We had Rob's wedding. Uh, Rob, Rob and Christine's wedding from the yeah they met Cruise. yeah they met uh, acting in a movie that we that we made. So that was neat. I went to the uh, fuck club for the first time. You did? Yes. We've referenced it on the show many times now. <laughs> yeah. I really should go more, so it feels like <laughs> I feel like I'm really milking those like two, two and a half times. What else have you done? Hated work. Yes, I did. Uh, work sucks. I know. Emotional drop after burn. That was a thing. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that happens. I've heard that from a lot of people who have gone to, who have gone to yeah. burns. It's just like the like the emotional fallout afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like you you really crash for a bit. So I was talking to somebody who had a, a very similar experience with big music festivals. Yeah, yeah, uh, which makes sense. Absolutely. Went to fright nights this year. It's been a minute. Yeah, gone. you did get uh, to fright nights. One of my first uh, upside down roller coaster. Laughed like a demon. Oh, wait, that wait, was wait, fun. Which, which one? The uh, very masculine Steelers one. 
The steel curtain. Okay. There it is. Yeah. 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 That's, I don't think that's I've ever. not. Do I, they know what that means? That's not. <laughs> I feel, you're thinking Iron Curtain, I think. Oh, yes, but, I am. Yeah. Um, anyway, if, if you're not familiar with Kennywood, uh, Pittsburgh's local amusement park, yeah. uh, they do they do a uh, Fright Nights Halloween feature that has like, they, they convert some areas into haunted houses and they have a few of the rides yeah. open. And I've never gone, but I want to very badly. It's it's a lot of fun, especially if you're going with, with friends. Um we we paid a little extra to go into a they have like haunts th- yeah. throughout the park but there's like a, a sp- specific like touring haunt yes. called uh, malice in wonderland nice yeah. of, of course you went to that yeah. one yeah <laughs> and they had it it was over by the steel curtain mm-hmm. so it was kind of tucked over on the side so when when Belinda and I went in you go off to the left or right you choose which way you go and one is more play on the looking glass, whereas the other one is a play on the rabbit, falling white rabbit. Okay. So Blaine and I split off, and did, so you got to, so you each yeah. did one. So I got to meet the evil Alice, where she got to follow the white rabbit, follow white rabbit. Yeah. Uh, and then we ended up at the tea party to get this where you like rejoin. Neat. And because there was really no one else, the fucking Mad Hatter just like screwed with us <laughs> the longest time. The 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 Mad Hatter and um, March Hare. That's fantastic. Uh, so that, was, that was a pretty good time. Um, Skip some of the, the more depressing bits. Had a, you know, Hazel with a park oh, hat down. That's, yeah. That Un- unfortunate loss of a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was a good cat. She was a good cat. Good, good, good flooper. Yeah. Bushy's still here somewhere. Bushy is still here being a, a chubby, chubby baby. <laughs> Coworkers were assholes. Sure. Weird, weird ice storm. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a weird ice storm in the middle of like Christmassy holiday time. Oh, you mean the uh, the n- like negative degree like yeah. a, po- a bomb cyclone polar vortex thing that we yeah. had happen like two days before Christmas? Yeah, I was supposed to like, go to a Christmas party at Rob's. And oh no! Everyone was like, "Yeah, we c- we, we canceled can't, that. We canceled." Yeah, <laughs> I, I was supposed to go get a massage that uh, that day, and they ca- they texted me or like, "Yeah, no, we're canceling everything. Um, yeah, not, it's not happening." Uh, Becca and I were just like huddled on the couch trying to stay warm as like cold just leached its way in through all of our windows it was negative 27 degrees with the wind chill if i'm if i'm not mistaken and yeah, uh, yeah our, it was. Our, did you have any power outages during that i don't think we did i think we got lucky we for like a three hour or like a two or three hour period i think we had every three to five minutes our power would go out for 10 seconds weird yeah it was very strange but you know so, what i did have a we had a really brief one mm-hmm. Because I think it was playing something, and it went out. We were trying to watch Glass Onion again, because it had just hit Netflix that day, and I was off work, and so we're trying to watch that while Becca worked from home, and... And then just like the wind was whipping, it was causing yeah. a short circuit somewhere on in, in our power line. It was just like, every, like like clockwork. Every three to five minutes, ten seconds out, back on, and then it would turn That's back on. Weird. So like we weren't losing much of our heat, mm-hmm. and we didn't have to worry about our food going bad. But it was really fucking annoying for like several for like a couple of hours. The one tree in the backyard is really close to the roof. Yeah, and it kept just like dump, dump, yep, dump, yep, for hours. So yeah, I, d- I did some stuff this year. Yeah, I keep, I say that my brain's like, nah, good Like your brain always does that, my, though. Yes, it's it does do that. Yeah, and that's why I also keep this creative histogram, which is just like so much to razzled. 
It's, uh, oh, of course it is. We've done a, we've done a shitload with this podcast this past year. Howard the Duck. We had mm-hmm. the Cultworthy crossover. Spice yep. World was this year, which feels like it was. I mean, it was last years season. ago. It was last season, but yeah, that was that that was this past year. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Jesus. Fucking Thunder Force. We, uh, we made it through. We made it through Thunder Force. That is a feat. We sure did. <laughs> Xanadu, Superman Lives. We did the, we did the Superman Lives thing. Mini saga of we the do- Mark Wahlberg saga. Oh my saga. god, that bizarre, like surprisingly <laughs> Mark Wahlberg heavy multiple yeah. series. Like, uh, I gotta get, I, I've, I've got to get back into the uh, development hell stuff just to you know build up a, lo- a log of research on that. I've been meaning to do that, but like, just stuff's been fucking busy right. with the it, holidays it, and everything. But yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I do want to sit down and figure out what the next couple of episodes are going to be. Yes. Um, yeah, because our schedule has seen some shakeups this uh, th- uh, this <sighs> this season. Yeah, this episode wasn't supposed to exist originally, and now. So yeah, I've 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 done some stuff. I think what it is is I'm not where I want to be, mm-hmm. which is not working a nine to five. Yeah, or you know, a six to two. <laughs> <laughs> And surviving off of my art in some way, right? Yeah, that, that that's the dream, right? Yeah, like, and I, until that happens, no matter how much I've done in a year, I mean, what, what was it that Spotify said we did like how many fucking hours of podcasts? It's, uh, it was it was it was minutes. It was twenty seven hundred some minutes of podcasts, which comes out to like. I fucking forget yeah. how many hours <laughs> it's. But we've we've done a substantial amount of podcasting. Yeah, that's not even to mention any kind of like drawing, painting, or action figure customing, which is yeah. something I got into this last year. Yeah, I think another thing is like I haven't done a whole lot of film stuff in the sure, last year, which sure. is of the things that scratch that creative itch. That that's a good that's a good scratch. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Between that and writing, those are the two that really do it. But I, I I would like to find a way to get back into film this coming year. I don't think necessarily production, mm-hmm. maybe mostly post-production. I'd like to see American Curse move further along. Sure. I, I, I know I'm eager to see that as yeah. well. Just because we, we sunk so much of our fucking hearts and souls into that. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> And I, I have a backlog of stuff that just needs finished and put out there. I yeah. I also I just I man, if you're out there and you know how to put your art out in a way that gets people's attention or so that the most amount of people can see it, let me know. Cause I don't know. Yeah. Um, we're trying. We're trying. But and I, I say this more to the audience than to myself because I can't directly address myself because my <laughs> myself is like, nah, fuck you. Um <laughs> But like you're doing it, you're doing it. You like ju- being paid is not the part that makes you an artist, right? Yeah, it's it's the doing the thing. It's the, it's the doing the thing. Yeah, and even if I'm being cynical and saying completing the thing is the part that makes you an artist, well, you're also doing that. Yeah. So you you did not uh, you didn't exactly waste a year. Also, no. I'm missing three months of that log. I didn't start till <laughs> April. Jesus, so. no, that's right. You did say that. I mean, I know, I know. In March, I had COVID, so yeah, that so Mar- March was a little bit of a crapshoot, right? Didn't really but... have anything to add there other than Chippendale sucked. 
Oh God! Um, and putting Q-tips up your navel, nasal passage. I am so sick of doing that. I am so fucking yeah. sick of jamming cotton swabs up my nose. It's it's the spin that does it for me. It, I don't know if I'm like putting it up there too far or something, but it fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. Also, just like it triggers my sneeze reflex, and I sneeze violently. <laughs> like, ugh. That's no good. It's like, be- like, like on the times when Becca and I test together, she goes through hers and it's just fine. I'm going through mine. I'm like, <laughs> and there's just I'm, like I'm... snot and globs everywhere, and it's like a, oh, it's like oh, a, like, it's like a bug exploded in Starship Troopers. Thanks, Phil Tippett. <laughs> well, I've got nothing else to add. <laughs> <laughs> This episode was not what I expected, but it also kind of was, but it also definitely wasn't. Sure. Um, I just want you all to know that Chippendale is not as good as you thought it was. No, but honestly. if you enjoyed it, like I don't, I won't take your, your oh, joy yeah. away. Oh yeah, also... yeah. No, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna yuck your yum there. We're not gonna, we're not gonna shit on your enjoyment of the thing. We're gonna just neither of us cared for the thing. I, I prefer my classic chipmunk voice. I prefer my chipmunks to sound like chipmunks. <laughs> <laughs> and my mice to be unfucked by flies. Uh, uh yeah. Anyway, uh come back next time. Uh <laughs> where well, hold on. You're jumping, no, no. You're jumping the gun. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at derazzled pod, on Instagram at derazzled underscore podcast, on TikTok at derazzled underscore podcast, and on Facebook at derazzled podcast. Uh if you have Something you'd like to see us cover or or merch you'd like to see us put into our Redbubble store, please email us at derazzledpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or if you want to collaborate on something, please email us or reach out uh, via social media and let us know. You know, We're always interested in doing that kind of stuff and have some fun stuff coming up this year along those lines. So, oh, God damn it, Jack's showing me sexy mouse cosplay now and I'm so fucking upset. All right, we'll be back next time where we're short of... Razzle, Razzle dazzle ya. ya. <laughs> I'm so mad. See, I'm not the pervert. We're the pervert. <laughs> 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 <laughs>